Hello, everyone, and welcome back to my podcast. And I guess I should be welcoming myself back as it's been quite a while since I've been able to record and get a podcast out. Things got a little bit hectic for me the last few weeks. I also wasn't feeling the greatest, so it was really hard to be able to record, but I am feeling so much better now. So I'm very excited to be back. And for today's episode, we will be talking about nine things you need to stop doing. So without any more waiting and any more delays, let's jump right into it. Hi, I'm Vanessa Torres, and welcome to my podcast. Over the years, I've navigated through the highs and lows of life, rebuilt my life alongside my husband and two daughters when we left beautiful British Columbia and had to start from scratch in search of a better life for our family. I've struggled to find my own identity outside of being a wife and a mother. And like me, there's so many of us that are trying to find our purpose, have a voice, and simply try to be the best versions of ourselves. Join me on this journey to discover and become that woman you can be proud of. We'll peel back the curtains and discuss topics on lifestyle, marriage, motherhood, walking in our faith, and what it takes to reach the other side of fear, and so much more. Think of me as your girl having a glass of wine and deep diving on meaningful, raw, and unscripted conversations. This is the place where you can be fierce, bold, and unapologetic. This is That Woman Podcast. Okay, so I have a list of nine things you need to stop doing. And the first one is stop comparing yourself to others. As humans, we all have a natural tendency to compare ourselves to others. And we make sense of the world by looking around at other people and we take notice of how we differ from one another. Sometimes we can't help but notice how others have skills or talents that are different from ours or have jobs or own houses or cars that seem to be nicer or better than ours. We look at the things we perceive as being more successful than what we have. There is a quote by Theodore Roosevelt that says, comparison is the thief of joy. I'm going to say it again. Comparison is the thief of joy. Comparing ourselves to others is harmful to your own self-esteem. No two people were built alike, and we need to stop focusing on what other people do or have and redirect that focus back to us. Take time to get to know what your strengths are and what you're naturally good at. Practice gratitude and learn to celebrate other successes without diminishing your own. Okay, so that was number one. Stop comparing yourself to others. The second thing you need to stop doing is stop making excuses. Excuses are made because it's a form of defense mechanism, and we are trying to protect ourselves from our own fears. But every time you make an excuse, you are automatically putting yourself in a position to fail. You are not doing yourself any favors by trying to justify your actions or lack thereof. A few years back, I read the book called How to Be a Boss by Lily Singh, aka Superwoman. If you don't know who Lily Singh is, she has a YouTube channel where she creates all these different skits. They're a little bit more on the comedic side. She's also done stand-up comedy. I think she's been on Saturday Night Live. She also wrote a book. And in the book, she writes different examples of what making an excuse sounds like when you're not taking responsibility for yourself. 
And in a very Lily fashion, she says, that's whack. Stop giving whack excuses. It's time to grow up and start taking ownership of our actions because excuses sound best to those who make them. So number two, stop making excuses. Number three, stop being the victim. I'm going to be really honest with you guys. I cannot, just cannot associate myself with people that walk around with this mentality. I get it. We've all been through things in life, some harder than others. But at the end of the day, you are the one that decides how to move forward with your life. It's been proven. How many stories are out there of people that have gone through some unimaginable things? And not only are they not bitter, they are some of the most resilient, compassionate, and strongest people you'll ever meet. They don't walk around blaming the world and telling their stories so people can pity them. When you play the victim, it goes back to you making excuses because it is very clear to other people that you are doing it to justify why you are the way you are, why you're not where you want or could be in life. Victim mentality is having gone through something traumatic in your life, but you never learned any strategies to cope with it. So rather than believing you can take control of your life and turn it around, you go through life believing that life is just happening to you and not for you. You got to take the proper steps to heal yourself first. Healing yourself first will change your mindset and it will change your perspective on life as well. All right, so number four, stop trying to please everyone. People pleasers are often unaware of the boundaries they need to set until someone else points it out. There's many reasons why a person chooses to people please. I can tell you from personal experience, I definitely grew up being more of a people pleaser. I used to hate the idea of someone disliking me or being upset with me or worse. I hated any type of conflict. And so I would do everything and anything to avoid it. Sometimes that meant that I would keep and stick around very unhealthy friendships and relationships. And in the long run, you end up feeling emotionally drained and unhappy. Learning to set boundaries for myself came with the maturity of really getting to know who I am as an individual. It meant being true to myself rather than trying to fit in. We all want to be accepted in some way or another. It's natural. It's just part of our DNA to want to be accepted. But the reality is that you need to recognize what your values are as a person and not be afraid to stand up for what you believe in, regardless if others are going to agree with you or not. Because the truth is, you are never going to make everybody happy. It's just not possible. You can't please and make everybody happy. So learn to be assertive. Learn that it's okay to say no to the things that don't bring you happiness and learn to love yourself first. So number four was stop trying to please everyone. Number five, stop living in the past. I know this is a tough one to let go of, especially if you carry around a lot of hurt. But the truth is that hurt isn't going to get any better the longer you hold on to it. Maybe you're not necessarily holding on to something that hurt you, but you keep overthinking about a certain situation you wished you would have handled differently. 
I'm someone that will naturally reflect on how my day went at nighttime. And I've spent many nights just tossing and turning and thinking about how I wish I would have said that differently or I should have said this instead of that. At the end of the day, there is only one thing you can take away from the negative experiences, and that's a lesson learned. I'm going to say that again. There is only one thing you can take away from a negative experience, and that's a lesson learned. That's it, guys. You can't change it, and you can't take it back. What's done is done. What happened happened. So instead of dwelling on it, learn from it and move on. Forgive yourself and forgive the person or people that caused you harm. You may be wondering, well, Vanessa, now why would I do that? You have no idea what they did to me. You have no idea how I feel inside. And you're right. I don't know what they did or how you feel. But there is one thing I know for sure, and that it's not worth living your life with so much bitterness and poison in your heart. Because that's what that is. Being stuck in the past and overthinking and not letting go of a situation, that's poison. It's literally destroying your soul. And another thing, I can almost guarantee you that whoever hurt you is happily living their life while you are the one wasting all this time with hatred and not moving on. So the only person you are actually hurting and causing damage to is yourself. You have to decide if it's worth living your life stuck in the past or if it's better to let go of all those negative emotions so that you can live in peace. You get to decide that. You get to decide if you want to continue your life with bitterness or with peace in your heart. So moving on to the next thing you should stop doing. Number six, stop being in the comfort zone. All right, so let's face it. Doing things that are outside our comfort zone can seem pretty scary. It feels much safer to stick with what we know, but life itself is always changing and evolving. We all go through different chapters in life, some great ones, some not so great. Despite how positive or negative they are, they can help us change for the better. Stepping outside your comfort zone can really help to expand your awareness of the world and introduce new places, new people, or new experiences. It's so important for us to purposely challenge ourselves with unfamiliar things because that's the only true way we will grow. I've actually come across people that are very set in their ways and very much like structure. And I actually used to be like that and and to a certain extent, I'm still like that, where I do like to have organization and structure in my life. But I've also seen what the other side of that can look like in a negative way when we try and depend on our comfort so much so that when something unexpected happens, it completely throws you off and you can't deal with it. We need to learn to adapt our entire lives revolve around adapting ourselves to challenges, to unforeseen circumstances. We don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. And so it's so important that we challenge ourselves to seek something unfamiliar and learn to be okay with it. Like I said earlier, stepping outside our comfort zones can be scary, and it is, but we have to reframe our mindset and view discomfort as progress. And trust me, overcoming that fear will prove to be so rewarding. 
Number seven, stop criticizing yourself. This is definitely another tough one, guys. I always say we are our own worst critics because no one out there probably points out our mistakes or flaws as much as we do it to ourselves. You've probably been criticizing yourself for so long now that you don't even realize how toxic it has become or how part of your routine it has become. We need to be careful with our thoughts and our words because our brain is so powerful. There is an exercise that I practice in my daily journal where I write down 10 dreams I want to accomplish in the next 10 years. But when I write it down, I write it in the present tense. I write it down as if it's already happened. For example, let's say one day I see myself living in my dream home that I custom built. Instead of writing down, I want to live or I will live, I write, I live in my custom built dream home. Why do I write it in the present tense as if it's already happened when clearly it hasn't happened yet? But it's because this will train your brain to think and act as if you were already doing what it takes to get there. Your brain doesn't know the difference between the past and the present. We all know that the actual tomorrow never actually comes because when that tomorrow comes, it's not tomorrow, it's the present, it's today. So this is why you need to be careful about how you talk or you think about yourself. If you always think to yourself, I'm a lazy person, I'm so lazy, the message you are sending to your brain is that that's exactly what you are. So you need to learn to take a step back and reframe your own perception of yourself. This is where positive affirmations can come in handy. For example, telling yourself, I am a brave person. I see failure as growth. I am a persevering person in moments of difficulty. Whatever area you think you might need help in, learn to reframe the way you think and see yourself because it makes a huge difference. I'm going to do a very quick recap of everything we've covered so far. So the number one thing you should stop doing is stop comparing yourself to others. Number two, stop making excuses. Number three, stop being the victim. Number four, stop trying to please everyone. Number five, stop living in the past. Number six, Stop being in the comfort zone. And number seven, stop criticizing yourself. Moving on to number eight, stop expecting others to make you happy. This is probably the surest way to set yourself up for failure when you expect others to do or act a certain way. Just how you're a human being that doesn't always do the right thing, you cannot expect other people to make the right decisions. I find this tends to happen a lot in relationships. And I actually remember a few years back, I was going through a bit of a rough patch with John because I felt that he wasn't doing or trying to do things I expected of him. And so I thought he didn't care because he wasn't doing what I was asking him or what I wanted in the way that I wanted it. I remember going to talk to the priest at my local church and there I was sitting down and venting in his office about how John wasn't trying his best, despite him saying he was, because in my mind, if he were truly trying, then he would be doing what I wanted him to do or what I thought him trying should look like. 
And I was just going off and on. And, and I remember after my venting, the priestess looked at me and he said, have you ever thought about the fact that you and John are completely different people? And if he's telling you that he's really trying, it's because as his own individual, that is the best he can do. Put yourself in his shoes. What if the roles were reversed? And he were asking you to try your best. And you knew you were giving it your all to the best of your ability only for your partner to tell you you are not trying. How would that make you feel? <laughs> you guys, <laughs> I started to get so hot and sweaty from the embarrassment because I knew that I had not once taken a second to realize that I was putting such an unrealistic expectation on John. We put this unrealistic expectation on other people as if it's their job to please us and make us happy, when in fact, it is our own responsibility. So moving forward, take off that expectation on others that it's their job to make you feel a certain way when it's not. It is on us. It is up to us to find what makes us happy. So number eight, stop expecting others to make you happy. And finally, number nine, stop avoiding feedback. The truth is no one really likes to be given constructive feedback because it's not comfortable, because it doesn't feel good to know that maybe there is something you could be doing better. But just because we don't like it, it doesn't mean it isn't valuable. People are generally afraid of receiving feedback because they see it as negative or criticism. And so we tend to get defensive. But if we're trying to be a better version of ourselves and we want to continue working on ourselves, then we should actually look for feedback. We can't improve if we're unaware of what needs improving. Or we can't pretend to ask and say, hey, can you give me some feedback? And when you get the feedback, you don't like it and react in a negative way. That doesn't work either. So genuinely go to the people that you respect and trust and ask them to give you that constructive feedback. It is a great way for you to work on yourself. At first, it might take some time to get used to. After all, asking to be given any type of feedback means being very vulnerable to hearing things we may not like, or that may be a bit hurtful. Overcoming that fear will not only help you improve yourself, but you will become more resilient because of it. All right, guys. So that was nine things you need to stop doing. Thank you again for joining me in today's episode. If you found this episode helpful, I would love for you to share this episode with as many people as you know. And don't forget to follow this channel so you can be updated as soon as a new episode is released. Have an amazing week and continue striving to be that woman you can be proud of. I'll see you guys in the next episode. We finished already? Where did the time go? If you want more, be sure to follow this podcast so you can receive new episodes right when they're released. I'm curious, what was your biggest takeaway from this episode? What resonated with you the most? I'd love for you to let me know by leaving a review. Reviews let this platform know that amazing listeners like you enjoy the show. 
You can also come hang out with me on Instagram at Miss Vanessa Torres or at that dot woman podcast. Thank you so much for joining me and I'll see you next week.